Well, I hope it doesn't get too hot in here. <laughs> um, we are doing something we haven't too well, something we have actually done before, and something that we haven't done before, and that is <laughs> we are recording in person, which is probably why the sound is a little bit different than normal. But the thing we've never done before is we were recording inside of a vehicle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Sean's have been in the states for about the last what month, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, something like that. And they dropped by our house today, and uh, everybody is laying down for naps, or most people are laying down for naps. And uh, where I normally record in the basement is probably covered <laughs> with children right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we are. Uh, in my van in the backyard. Um, I think some neighbors are, looks like, sound like they're shooting shotguns. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I rolled up the windows. We don't have a cross breeze like we did earlier, which means it might get really warm in here. We might run out of oxygen before we are done with this conversation. That's right. So we are going to talk about yearly themes. Um, We've done that. I think that was our first episode was yearly themes. I think so. Yeah. We've done it every time since then. So that was in 21. We've done it in 22. 20. Is this going to be the fourth one then? I kind of think it is the fourth yeah. one. Yeah. Anyway, I've kind of lost track. So this is going to be the fourth one. Um, so I guess we'll, we're going to kind of keep this short. We're kind of wanting to record some other episodes maybe after this for some of our patrons for the, for our, uh, for what it's worth podcast. So we might just kind of keep this short and sweet and kind of, do a quick review of what we had as our themes last year, or I guess technically this year, but you won't hear it until next year. <laughs> um, and then we'll say what our 2024 themes are. So, Sean, if you want to start us off with what your theme was and, and what you have to share about how it went. Yeah, so my theme for 2023 was the year of appetite, and I was looking at uh, instead of trying to change one particular habit or or aspect of my my life, more trying to develop appetites for broader things. And I think I talked about some things like uh, my Bible reading and what I do with my time, uh, even personal reading and so on. And one thing I tried this year uh, was the idea of quarterly goals. And I sent myself uh, emails or scheduled emails to to send myself once a quarter to look at uh, what I wanted to work on as far as my appetites for the year. And I was talking with my wife about uh, yearly themes recently. Uh, we thought we might be we might be able to have this recording and. Uh, and that we would be discussing what 2024 would look like. So I asked her how she thought 2023 went. And she said, well, she thinks that 2023 was the year of survival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think in some ways that was true. Like um, we got going into the year and there was lots of political unrest in Peru. And then people coming and going, a new family moving in. Uh, lots of things happened in the year, and my health got really poor about halfway through the year, and uh, I kind of had a low time, uh, maybe about six weeks or so, that I had to pull out of. So, in some ways, 
it wasn't uh, a super successful year when it comes to uh, the year of appetite, but I did keep my card uh, with my with like the main the main theme, the elements of the theme that was on my desk all year long, mm-hmm. and uh, I could see that yeah every day that I was in the office, which helped keep steering my mind towards what I wanted my appetites to be, and it did have a positive effect on the way I thought about big picture stuff, like how I'm using my personal time, uh, what my time with the Lord looks like, what Bible reading looks like, how I use my digital devices and so on. And so I really enjoyed the year of appetite, even though it was uh, mixed in with this year of survival. (laughs) And uh, I'm glad that I took that as my my yearly theme, which I think leads into what I'm hoping to do for for 2024 pretty smoothly. But what do you what did you had? I think the year of key actions, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't remember any of what your key actions <laughs> were then. Yeah, yeah. So I had the year of key actions, and I think part of that came from each year I I set huge numbers of goals, and I decided instead to distill it down to what ended up being four, four things that I wanted to focus on. Mm. Um, one was uh, regular prayer time. Mm-hmm. I felt like that a scripture reading I felt like has made leaps and leaps and strides and something over the last number of years, but my prayer life has always kind of lagged behind, and so I wanted to focus on that. Uh, I wanted to focus on writing. I felt like writing was something that had kind of I hadn't done as much lately, so I wanted to start that up develop a habit of writing. I wanted to develop a habit of regular exercise and then cutting out time wasters. Mm. So it's not really a, a an action or a habit, but more of a discipline that mm-hmm. I wanted to do. So prayer life, writing, exercise, and cutting out time wasters. I don't know. I felt like my writing went really well. Um, I had a blog that I started up last year, mm-hmm. which would have been 22, 2022. I started that up, but I didn't post to it, and we visited you all in April, I believe, April, 1st of May, and a little bit before that, I started posting to my blog and posted pretty regularly throughout the entire year. Mm -hmm. Every, I think there was maybe one month, there was one month somewhere in there around maybe August, I didn't post at all, but um, I posted on a pretty regular basis, I think I have maybe 20 or so blog posts up by now. Mm Mm-hmm. So that went really well. Um, probably done more writing in 2023 20, than I've done in the previous three or four years combined, I would mm-hmm. say. So that was good. Um, the other three, mm, not so much. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I'll talk more about my 2024 theme. But I am still planning to make as part of my 2024 theme or the things that I want to do is I want to take prayer, exercise, and cutting out time wasters, and I want to kind of double down on those. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not giving up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm happy with the progress I've made with writing, and I've got some more writing goals this year. Or I, I keep getting my years mixed up. I have some more writing goals into 2024, mm-hmm. but um, so I'm hoping to keep that going, but I want to refocus, especially on prayer life, I didn't really have any low health or anything like that, but there was a time where I was really struggling to get up one time in the morning mm-hmm. for, I don't know, quite a while, actually, um, a number of months. And 
I find that if I get up, if I don't get up early in the morning, I find it harder to have consistent prayer, yeah. be able to focus on that. So a lot of times what I end up doing is kind of praying on the way to work, which I actually kind of enjoy, but uh, I want to do a bit more than that. So, uh, and then, yeah, exercise did not do at all. And <laughs> uh, that was, that was the most complete failure of the year. Part of me is, part of me is almost okay with that. I'm not totally okay with it, but it's a little bit of, I can't do everything. Yeah. And I've kind of made, in a sense, I've almost made conscious choices to prioritize my family and my writing above exercise, mm-hmm. but I can't continue not exercising forever. So at some point, uh, something's going to have to happen. Yeah. So this is a, a, this is a conscious decision. So if any of you meet James <laughs> out in the wild and he looks like a marshmallow, you can know that this is this is what he chose yeah, to do. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, the amount of food that I eat sometimes isn't a conscious decision. That's a separate thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, one thing you mentioned was you were talking about you had these quarterly emails that were mm-hmm. going out that you had scheduled ahead of time. Yeah. And you had your card right in front of your face, and I very much think that that is crucial for for sticking with your yearly theme is mm-hmm. to have it in front of your face. And I didn't put anything like that in place, and I, but I was able to keep those things kind of in mind simply because they were so simple. Mm-hmm. I had four things. That was mm-hmm. it. Um, there were some like sub points and so forth, like more specific goals I wanted to do with writing, like get the blog going. But, um, you know, writing, prayer, exercise, cut out time wasters. It's kind of easy to remember those. Mm-hmm. So I encourage anybody that is interested in knowing yearly theme to make sure that they have some way to keep it in front of their eyes at all times. I think you've you've sometimes put like on your phone, yep. phone screen, yep. uh, which one thing it's easy, though, is once you see something enough, it still fades into the background. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, well, um, we kind of went over our 2023 themes, and yeah, I would say... Um, my theme was, I mean, I think it was a success in that I achieved one of my key actions. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a failure, a partial failure in that I didn't progress as much as I wanted to in the others. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of the whole thing of themes is you can't necessarily fail. It's kind of a, um, moving forward. And I yeah. feel like I moved forward. So yeah. do you, did you feel like, how did you feel about your year? Was it a, I mean, obviously taking into account the, the year of survival. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do. I do feel like my appetites improved. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that having gone through a year focusing on appetites, thinking about appetites more and more, I realized, I realized how much, how valuable having a good appetite is. And that mm-hmm. appetite is something that's, that's learned. So one story I shared with um, some people on this trip, they were asking about differences between Peruvian culture and, and, and American culture and what do we miss and so on and so forth. Well, one of the things that we miss a lot there is cheddar cheese because we just can't <laughs> yeah. get good cheddar cheese there. And when we find it, it's super expensive. So someone had sent cheddar cheese down. Uh, I forget. Someone came to visit and brought some down or something. And we had saved a little bit aside and we had gone to visit someone up in the mountains and I took this very small block of cheddar cheese, very precious to me and, and cut it up and shared it with the family that went to visit. And <laughs> they had three or four 
small children. It, and so they had these little little cubes of cheese, and everyone started to nibble on it. Uh, it was strange because it was yellow. They're used to the cheese being white. And you could tell that the parents were trying very hard to to act like they liked it. <laughs> but the children were making no... There was no question that they did not like this. The one boy was like, bah, bah. he's like <laughs> barely at this stuff down yeah. because it tasted so strange to them. Mm. And we were just amazed. Like, yeah. how could someone not like cheddar cheese? I mean, like not liking Velveeta, you could almost understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't sharp. I think it was a mild soap. Anyway, it uh, that story reinforces to me that appetites are learned things. Um Peruvians love intestine soup. I've talked about that before. <laughs> I don't. That's a learned appetite. And yeah. our spiritual appetites, our, our, our mental appetites, our entertainment appetites are all learned things that can also be unlearned or replaced. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'm glad. I, I, I learned some things. I grew in some areas, and I, I want to keep going with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because the cheese that they eat there, I don't particularly enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay, and I'm glad I had it, and I appreciate um, you all buying it for us. <laughs> but it wasn't just like my, you know, mm-hmm. like if I would put it in a ranking of cheeses, it would be, you know, a little bit toward the bottom. It yeah. wouldn't be very, very high, but that's what they're used to. That's what they like over cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. So, interesting, yeah. Uh, just one more mention about the, the year of key actions. I think... One thing that I learned through this year is that is the importance of really trimming down and focusing on just a few key things. Mm-hmm. And I think that that it's much simpler to keep track of what's going on and what you focus on if you're focusing on just a handful of things versus a huge array of things. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, if if you would listen to old episodes i mean i think there was one episode i had like 25 goals or something <laughs> yeah um this year i had four with maybe some smaller ones that were sub points that mm-hmm. like you know it'd be nice to hit these or do whatever but uh yeah the importance of focusing on focusing and, and, and prioritizing i think prioritizing is is crucial in um trying to do do what you want especially when you're trying to balance work and family and so forth and i'll probably talk more about that Mm-hmm. Uh, for my 2024 theme. So, moving on to 2024 themes, what do we have here, Sean? For for me, I've chosen the year of devotion. Mm. I don't know if that quite captures what I what all I have in mind, but I think it's the closest thing uh, that I could come to in one word. Um, so building, I guess on on the year of, of appetite and some of what I learned uh, throughout the year. One of the, one of the lessons that, that I am learning or wrestling with is this idea of, of legalism, maybe like mm. doing all the right things. And uh, what is the opposite of legalism or its counterpart? Um, like faith and grace and relationship or something yeah. uh, when we're thinking about spiritual things. But it's not just about spiritual things. It can be about, well, someone said the other day that millennials uh, can <laughs> make a system to solve any problem, <laughs> something like that. and um, Or we try to anyway. Or, or yeah, we yeah, try we to. We have this compulsion. <laughs> and for me, 
I think what I am realizing is that systems, lists, habits, efficiency, you know, these are all great things, but sometimes sometimes I'm trying to use all these like external mm-hmm. aspects of, of who I am to produce something that I want to see in me internally, mm-hmm. which is uh, my character, my heart, uh, relationship with the Lord Jesus, relationship with my wife, whatever. And so for 2024, I want to focus more on on the heart of who I am rather than the habit of who I am. Maybe that should be trademarked. That's my <laughs> that's my new phrase. <laughs> the habit of who, or the heart of who I am rather than the habit of who I am. Uh, devotion. I want my devotion to be deepened. So when I think about devotion, I, I think it's connected to emotion and, and and loyalty, other things too. But I, I want to have my relationship with with the Lord, for example. I want there to be more prayer. I want there to be more Bible reading and, and so on. But I want it to be because um, I'm more devoted, like because mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking from my heart and acting from my heart, doing maybe some of the same things that I have been doing, uh, not necessarily in a more efficient way or more productive way or more systematic way, but just mm-hmm. in a more devoted yeah. and loving way. The same thing with my wife and my children and thinking uh, my responsibility as a, as a pastor with with my church flock i worked so hard or it felt like i worked so hard in 2023 to meet all the needs of the people in my life or the responsibilities that i had on me and i had more than i felt like i could handle and so i was depending heavily on on systems and lists and organization and all this and that's fine like I think that's good and it helped me get through some tough times but in all of that sometimes my devotion to those people uh, and to the Lord was kind of <laughs> uh, bottom tier priority because I was so focused on doing all the right things that yeah. I didn't have time to connect with with the heart of, of who was involved so how am I going to do that? Uh, a few ideas that I have is to eliminate distractions. Um, and I'm not exactly sure what that is going to look like because distractions is a very broad category for me, mm-hmm. whether it's interruptions in my day, um, unplanned conversations, uh, uh, inter- book or reading for entertainment, um, and so on. Like, there's they could go any different direction. So, I don't have very specific plans yet for how I'm going to eliminate some of those distractions. But one of the things I want to do is to schedule more margin mm-hmm. into my life, which I don't know if that is a privileged thing to say, like, um. Are, are, is everyone able to schedule margin into their life? Uh, I don't know. Some people just have it in automatically because of their their culture or their or their character. Mm-hmm. But I want to have more space in my life so that I can be more devoted, more focused on the Lord and on the important people in my life, and and not so weighed down by my schedule. Maybe I'm not mm-hmm. sure. 
So that's something I, I need to put some more thinking into. Increase my discipline. Um, the last six months of the year, my morning schedule has been pretty chaotic and not um, as disciplined as I want it to be or uh, using my early hours to uh, get the most out of them so that I'm more present uh, in the evening. Mm -hmm. um, I was rushed a lot of times in the afternoon and evening because I didn't have a good morning. So I want to focus especially on my morning discipline. And then our big change that my wife and I are doing together is to uh, kind of eliminate some of the devices in our lives. And maybe this touches on one of the distractions too, is that we've decided for for going into the future that we're going to have a very different relationship with with our devices and with YouTube in particular. I think just to summar summarize that, we're not going to use YouTube uh, more or less. Um, definitely not use it for entertainment, but there are a few things. Uh, I already mentioned this to you, James, outside of the podcast, but um, we want I want to use YouTube for this one program that I'm doing for uh, learning Spanish or going a step further in my Spanish uh, language. And uh, we might use YouTube occasionally for um, how do I make cheddar cheese and um, very intentionally use a video or a couple of videos to do that. But we won't be using it just for, for the hoot of it or for killing time. And then for devices, we feel that we want to change the way that our family uses them so that they're not really out and about uh, with no purpose. And uh, our children, we've tried to not have them use devices much um, over the years, but I think it has kind of crept in more than we wanted it to that the tablet was being used for stuff that was not exactly necessary. So we're just going to put those away, put them on ice, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and spend more time as a family uh, in the evenings reading together, doing puzzles together, being more uh, like the uh, little house on the prairie <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. for their evenings. So that's kind of knitting, knitting, <laughs> making taffy. No, <laughs> I don't know what all we'll do. Um, and there are some reasons to it that I might touch on a little bit later, but that's yeah, mm -hmm. year of devotion in a nutshell. Some of what you said is really kind of resonating with me and maybe almost wishing that I would have done the year of devotion <laughs> because um, I've kind of thought the same thing too is you mentioned that millennials think that we can come up with a system to solve any problem. And I very much fall into that trap myself. And I still think, like you said, systems are valuable. They're very useful. But a system or a habit, like if I get into a habit of prayer every day, or if I get into a habit of Bible reading every day, that does not guarantee me a closer relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that thing of doing these things, not not just because, I mean, I think it's, there's, like, I think there's actually a place for reading your Bible and praying, maybe even when you don't really feel like it. Mm -hmm. You just do it because this is, this is kind of what you do. But the, the, the end goal being doing it because you're devoted to God. Mm -hmm. You, you want a relationship with him. You want a relationship with Christ. And that being, and the same thing with your, with your family, with your wife, um, 
there's there's something valuable about you know for a while I haven't haven't had it on my task list for a while, but I had set to 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 buy my wife flowers every month. Okay, <laughs> and I did actually do it a couple times. Um, I haven't done it recently as much. And so, okay, is that mechanical? Is that useless? Mm. Um, is that take all the heart out of the heart <laughs> and the spontaneity out of buying flowers for my wife? Mm. Maybe a little bit, but it does remind me, hey, this is something you can do that she would appreciate. Yeah. Um, and so balancing that thing of developing a system or a habit but not letting it stay there to where it becomes this mechanical, like you said, kind of a legalistic uh, works-based mm-hmm. You know, if if I read my Bible enough and I pray enough, I'll be worthy of God's love. Yeah, or be good enough. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, yeah, I really think that's some good good stuff there. And yeah, you were talking about devices and so forth, and that that's one area that I also kind of failed this past year. I think I did pretty well the first part of the year, but I don't know, just different times I kind of fell back into habits of pulling out my phone and scrolling when I I should have been talking to somebody or mm. pulling out a good book or some mm-hmm. things like that. So that that is something I plan to work on next year, and I think it'll probably, yeah, I think both of us probably sound a bit like broken records, <laughs> uh, scratched records, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. with that whole thing of dealing with devices. Um, but I think, I don't know, it feels like that's a bit of a struggle of our current generation figuring out how to navigate some of those things. Um, so for my uh, yearly theme. My yearly theme, I told Sean earlier today, I didn't want to tell him too much about <laughs> it because it would ruin the podcast conversation. I told him that it was a six-letter word that starts with F. <laughs> and he could not figure it out. He said, flourish? I said, well, flourish is eight letters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, no, my, my theme for 2024 is family. Mm, mm-hmm. Because I think what kind of made me realize it is my boys are getting both uh, my two oldest boys are getting older and they are more interested in in, doing doing things outside. They're more able to they're not peers, obviously, but it's they're getting old enough that we can actually do do things together a bit more. Mm -hmm. They're not just babies or toddlers. Mm -hmm. Um and also, Jimmy is going to be going to school next year mm-hmm. in 2024. And so it's a little bit making me start to realize that you know, time is running out. Uh, you've mentioned before in a previous podcast, I think, that you have a time on your phone. Yeah. Saying how many weeks you have left for each of your children until mm-hmm. they turn 18. Yeah. And, and I haven't implemented that, but it has made me think, uh, you know, these, these, these um, years, months, weeks are limited. And also another reason that I kind of want to focus on family this coming year is because this past year I was doing a pretty major transition at work and I did become slightly obsessed with work. Mm -hmm. Um, Just not that things really went that badly, but there was just a lot I was trying to juggle and it was on my mind and I was thinking through and I did become pretty preoccupied. Um, It wasn't like I was working till all hours of the night. But I was coming home and wasn't really present with my family because mm-hmm. I was thinking about what had happened at work and mm-hmm. what what I needed to be thinking about for the next week or the next month or the next year. So um, to try to turn away from that, now that transition's happened, I feel like I'm settling into my role a little bit better. And 
now I can focus a bit more on my family and try to try to intentionally plan family activities and trips that can help build memories mm-hmm. and also help more importantly help build relationships with my with my wife with my children you know they they say the best time to plant a tree is twenty years ago well the best time to to build relationships with your children was last year. <laughs> Next best time is now. Yeah. So that's uh, what I'm planning to focus on this coming year. So part of, you mentioned already, part of it is 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 travel. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have other elements outlined for what the year family means for you besides um, uh, travel or activity with with them in the backyard? Well. I think one thing I've been thinking a little bit about is the whole thing of discipling your children. Mm-hmm. And we actually had, uh, we went out for supper with some friends the other evening and you were, you waxed poetic about that for <laughs> at least a half an hour, I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's apparently been something that's been on your mind lately. Mm. And so what does discipling my boys look like and what can I do to start working on that? Mm-hmm. So, so that would be another thing. And that that's day to day. That's not just like a, a family vacation type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, there there is something about when a family when they work together, when they spend time together, it does help to to kind of solidify those bonds. Mm-hmm. Um and so so I yeah, I do want to do more than just just kind of your daily just the daily mundane routine. I want to occasionally bring in something a little bit different like Oh, like you mentioned, playing games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boys are finally getting old enough; they can play games. Mm-hmm. We played Trouble. Have you Have you ever played the board game Trouble? I don't think okay. so. We played it the other evening, and it, it was a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. I'd like to continue doing more uh, family evenings, things like that, to yeah. kind of build memories, and but then also thinking more the eternal perspective and discipling and and how you do that. Yeah. You can teach a lot of life skills around a board game. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, Jimmy, uh, he, he lost, and he was not happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that was a bit of a teachable moment mm-hmm. that it, it's okay, and that's not the whole point of playing the game isn't to win. It's yeah. just So, yeah, yeah, there's a lot you can learn there. <laughs> One thing uh, with the year of devotion that I think is safe to say here is uh, – my wife and I are thinking about long-term future plans and seeing an end to our our time in Peru, our responsibilities. We we went knowing that we wouldn't be there forever, and uh, so that that time looks like it's a little closer than it was, obviously. <laughs> and we're thinking about what should we, what do we want uh, to have happened or to have accomplished before we would leave the responsibilities in Peru. And that implies a certain level of, uh, of devotion to the work as well. So it's not uh, just devotion to, to the Lord, devotion to my wife, but there's, a, there's like this non-entity or this non-person entity <laughs> that we're devoted to as well, which is, of course, it comes out of our devotion to the Lord. But seeing all those things that need to happen in the next say year two years uh, we need to make sure that our time counts and so we have to be devoted in that sense too and that then implies looking at who i am what 
what is lacking in me as a leader or as a pastor, or as a father or whatever, because if I don't shore that up, then I won't be able to meet the, the, the demands of the responsibilities that I have. So it, even though it might sound like, okay, we're just focusing on relationships. It, it just, it really becomes broad when you think about what devotion to the Lord mm-hmm. and, and to others means. So very, uh, multifaceted complex year ahead i think yeah so sean has the year of devotion i have the year of family so i think between those two things we have plenty to work on (laughs) (laughs) quite true (laughs) you said something about uh our devices and how we might sound like a scratch record and maybe i'll just i i mean i don't know if this is tooting one's horn but we are still wrestling with what, how to handle devices and, and, and digital technology and so on uh, because of the world that we live in and whatever. But I think that I would see, I think that I would see in myself and I would see in you too, James, that there is a trajectory uh, and a growth, a change in the mm-hmm. way that we think about devices, the way that we handle them and so on over. It's not like we're just saying, uh, I'm going to exercise and then I don't. <laughs> but like we yeah. we actually have done something and and have seen significant changes that have, mm-hmm. that, that is true have affected our lives and our families and our communities yeah. and so on. Mm-hmm. So I think the reason I want to say that is maybe as an encouragement to to those listening that it's okay to keep working on an area mm-hmm. and and keep on making progress in that area and then have it in some other way as a goal for this year or the next year or whatever because mm-hmm. you made progress but you want to go the next step and that's fine i think that's yeah. not failure yeah yeah i think that's a good thing to bring out because yeah i definitely have have changed my habits a good bit in the last year um there's still some things i'm not proud of but i would say that i've certainly progressed it's just I'm not happy with where I am. Yeah. It's yeah. that sort of thing. That makes sense. So anyway, so we we have our uh, yearly themes and we've got some stuff to work on. So now the question is, do you all have any yearly themes? Um, if you do have a yearly theme, we'd love to hear what it is. Um, we maybe in a future episode, we could share some of the yearly themes that are sent in, uh, anonymously, of course. <laughs> um, but it would be curious to see if anybody has implemented this in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've enjoyed doing it. Um, and I know that Sean has, and I plan to continue doing it for the foreseeable future. So yep. anyway, I hope you had a blessed 2023 <laughs> and hope that the Lord will bless you even more in 2024.